gonna buy one from fucking Palm Springs. Okay, do it. Anyway, Captans. We're recording. Oh, we are right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, welcome to Hauntings and Homicide, Hi, where everyone. Selena buys Captans <laughs> on the internet, and then we record it. Um, we're gonna have a special Captan episode. Hopefully there's some haunting. We're just about caftans? <laughs> Hopefully there's... You want a caftan-related crime. I do. That's also haunted. Yes. I will get I'm on sure there has to be one. Right away for you. If if it exists, I need it. Because, you it's know... It's gonna happen. Caftans are, like, my uniform. Like, my mandatory... Caftans and a... And a... And, and a, a seltzer. A spike. Vaughn and Vive spiked seltzer. They go hand in hand. We are not sponsored yet. But god damn it, if I'm we not going to so. make that happen. Anywho. Also, caftans. Please sponsor us. <laughs> Big caftan. <laughs> um, I swear, some sometime this will actually make sense. And we'll be together. We're going like, to have our shit together someday, but today is, is not, not that day. Um, also, next week, we're going to talk about how we met. Because... That's a case all on its own. It's a very clever, like, the world and universe really wanted it's us to meet. a lot of idiosyncrasies. It's very fortuitous. And it's kind of fitting because now we're back to, like, being super duper close with each other. Like, I stare at her car every day at work. And okay, I know we should I... probably explain a little bit. We'll, so, we'll get into it later. Okay. <laughs> Let's leave it a mystery. Like, why is she staring at her car? What? Well, okay, we haven't introduced ourselves, so let's do that now. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> we were talking about caftans. Anyways, I'm Selena. I have no business doing this because I'm scared of the world and I sleep with the nightlight, but here I am. And I'm Heather, and I haven't slept in years. <laughs> well, let's get into it. Um, this episode, we're talking about the Dutchman's Curse. Mm-hmm. More specifically, the cursed treasure in the Superstition Mountains of Arizona. Okay. I feel like immediately when she told me this was going to be our case that we were covering, I just thought of the Goonies. Okay. I feel like it's very similar. Like I said, I, I watched it as an adult, so it doesn't really mean anything well, to me. I'm sorry. I know. Um, I'll make it up to you in other ways. Okay. So, The Dutchman's Curse. I gave it a title. I feel like I was writing a book report or something. Okay. I'm gonna do I'm gonna try not to sound like a newscaster. Ready? Let's <laughs> let's be let's be normal. Somewhere in the superstition mountains of Arizona, it is said that secret treasure was hidden there sometime in the eighteen hundreds. German immigrant Jacob Waltz, aka the Dutchman, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that, was the proprietor of this alleged mother load and took the undisclosed location of the treasure to his grave in 1891. Hundreds of prospectors have flocked to the mountains ever since, searching for the lost Dutchman's mine, with high hopes that they alone will be the one to finally uncover the gold and all the secrets that surround it. It is said, however, that there is a curse placed on the treasure and that it is responsible for so many of the lives that have been lost while searching for it. Sudden and unexpected storms, dangerous terrain, disorienting paths, no cell phone service? Ghastly. All symptoms of the curse, as many believers will tell you. Supposedly, more than 600 people have died on their expedition for the Dutchman's treasure, and at least 12 have vanished entirely. <gasps> That's scary. One of these people was 35-year-old Jesse Capen, a hotel baggage handler from Denver, Colorado. His obsession with the lost Dutchman's treasure began sometime in the mid-90s, leading up to his disappearance in 2009 while searching for the mine. It was his third expedition to the Superstition Mountains, and unfortunately, his last. Jesse had spent years researching the treasure and its alleged whereabouts. He'd read over 100 books on the subject, spent countless hours scouring message boards, and building relationships with other Dutchman's gold enthusiasts online. Jesse was convinced he knew where to find the mine and the gold it contained, and nothing was going to stop him from trying. At the end of November 2009, Jesse loaded his Jeep with supplies and headed to Apache Junction, checking into a local hotel and made arrangements to stay for the next month. 
His plan was to head out to the mountains, camp for four to five days at a time, and regularly come back to his room to shower and restock up on food, water, and other necessities. On December 3rd, he left his hotel for the very last time. When Jesse's family hadn't received a check-in phone call in a while, they became worried and sent local authorities out to look for him. His Jeep and campsite had been found, but there was no sign of Jesse anywhere. Search and rescue was brought in, helicopters, dogs, but still nothing. It's as if he'd only been there moments before, but had simply vanished without a trace. Two years later, in 2011, a hiker atop Tortilla Mountain, the highest point of the Superstition Mountains, found a glass jar with a note inside it. When he opened it up and read it, the note contained the following message. Colorado, Jesse Capen, 12-4-2009. Jesse had made it to the top of the mountain, but that's the last record we have of his journey to uncover the elusive hidden treasure. The search for Jesse was reignited, but the trail had gone cold once more. Until, one year later, in November of 2012, another hiker found Jesse's backpack containing his identification, his camera, and some clothing. But still, no Jesse Capen. But, one week later, near where the backpack had been found, a boot was spotted sticking out of a crevice about 35 feet above. Upon further inspection, the boot was attached to skeletal remains. When experts were called in, the remains were indeed confirmed to belong to treasure hunter Jesse Capen. Finally, some closure to the mystery. It appeared that Jesse had fallen about 150 feet from the cliff above, landed on a small ledge, and became wedged in the crevice there. His body was only one-third of a mile from his campground, and he could probably see it from where he was lodged. Honestly, devastating. Jesse had made it all the way to the top of the mountain, something he had probably fantasized about for years, but it was the descent that claimed his life. Jesse Capen had spent his days for many, many years planning and envisioning his undoubtedly victorious trip, and probably spent his nights dreaming about the cool, fresh air of the Superstition Mountains, the clear, star-studded Arizona night sky. Jesse may not have found his treasure, but he became a part of the legend he loved so much, and will live on forever in the stories of others who follow his path. I uh, honestly started crying a little bit when I wrote that. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, I made myself so sad. Um, I chose Jesse in particular amongst you know all the others because I think that his story is one that a lot of them share. You know, um, he's a good representation of how dedicated so many of these people were and how they were willing to risk it all for their adventure. Mm -hmm. And I think there's something really sweet about Jesse and the people who chase after this treasure. It's like, like really optimistic and something almost childlike about it. It's like they're chasing treasure. Mm -hmm. Like a grown man is chasing treasure. Like, I love that. Well, it's I almost think like this, sweet. like, tall tale that, like, someone's trying to get to the bottom of. And I yeah. think, you know, knowing that they've been involved in this for so long, like, they want to be that one that's like, ha-ha. I know. and it's, that's I so... I got it. Yeah. I love that, that they really believe, like, I'm going to be the one mm-hmm. to get it. And, like, yes. Like, never lose that sense of wonder and, like, adventure and your inner child and playfulness. Yeah. Like, love it. And I think... Obviously, it ended in a not-so-great way, but you can't deny the fact that at least he died doing what he loved. He did. And he made it to the top. Yeah. And he wrote his name down. And he must have felt so good standing Mm -hmm. up there. There's some little silver lining. Yeah. Shitty ending. A little bit. And like I said, he got to be a part of the story. So, anyway. So, Selena's going to tell us about some uncursed-related... Well, obviously we know how it ends, and we know that he was found and all that, but prior to that, they were still trying to piece together what happened, what could have happened, and they had a couple different theories as to that. Um, I honestly didn't really get into it. I'm excited. Tell me. Well, some of them are like, eh. So, the lead... I guess, searcher, the command searcher. His name is um, Robert Cooper. Mm-hmm. And he's been searching since, like, I think, 94 in that area. So he's seen many. I'm sure. Many, many people Because, like, 600-plus people. Oh, yeah. That's... He's busy. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I think the crazy thing is that we kind of need to talk about is that they really make it seem like it is the wild, wild west. Like, they make it seem like there is, like, no law. Like, there's just crazy, like, gold miners just, like... Mountain people. Mount, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. squatters. It's a thing. Like, they'll come kill you. They like, always have eyes. Yes. <laughs> no, exactly. Oh, it's creepy. <laughs> so, that was actually one of... They thought that's what had happened, is that mm-hmm. when he had gone missing... It wasn't that he went missing, is that someone had killed him. Yeah. One of the other... I don't prospectors? Know. Prospectors. Is that still what they're called? I think, yeah. In 2019? One, yeah, prospectors. Okay, cool. So, yeah, apparently they're super, super violent. Because, I mean, yeah, God. you're getting in between them and their gold. Okay, but are people still mining for gold in the superstition? Uh, there's a TV show about it. Oh, so My dad so watches it. I oh, think really? it's on, like, Discovery. Oh, the gold. The gold miners gold or something like that. Something. Yeah. No, yeah, it's my dad still, watches that. It's still a thing. Do you think they... T- have they covered the Superstition Mountains? Oh, gosh. I'm not entirely... No, I think they're in, like... I think they're in, like, Alaska So, I know they still mine for gold, but are they looking for gold in the Superstition Mountains? You don't know? I don't know. That I'll have to confer with my dad. Yeah, me too. Maybe we should have them the, on here. The new segment of this podcast is Ask Our Dad. <laughs> but, yeah, that was one of the things. And I guess um, a Yukon poet many years ago um, by the name of Robert said that strange things done in the midnight sun... By the men who moil for gold. Mm. So I guess it's just been a known thing that they're kind of some crazy, like, people. Like, don't fuck with their gold. So that was one of them. Another one, another theory was that he had done all this just to kill himself. No. This was, like, his way out, like... Oh, my God. Yeah. I have kind of heard of that before, where, like, you kind of set yourself up to kill yourself in, I guess, your own special way. I will save comment for the end. Well, that's what they did say. Okay. But the reason why there was already kind of holes in that theory was because while yet, like, yes, some people do put that much effort, that would have been a lot of effort. And also because his wallet and his keys were still in the car, or they were still on him. They Most of the time when people go to do kill themselves they leave everything at their car because you're not going to need it anymore mm-hmm. where like he saw he had all his stuff in his backpack mm-hmm. so that already is like a flaw in that theory mm-hmm. but that was like a little blip and then another one is that he faked his disappearance but which is like that's like some gone girl kind of stuff but they found him but they so. found him so that was but what kind of made me laugh about that is that, like I said, the lead commander, um, Cooper, he said that there was something kind of suspicious because they had found a rental car with Colorado plates spotted at the trailhead within days of when he was reported missing. And it wasn't his car? No, but according to Cooper, he said that he didn't like that because he doesn't like coincidences, so mm-hmm. it, like, yeah, almost seemed like, oh, hey, this could have happened. You, like someone who knew him? Yeah. Like, followed him out yeah. there? Yeah. Like I said, he's been doing this since 94, so I think in his head, he's, like, yeah. well, has thought of, like, every scenario kind of thing. I mean, he would he would know. If he doesn't usually spot, like, out-of-state plates and then sees two that are the same, Yeah, I guess, yeah, that would be weird. But, obviously, we know that's not true because the little body was found. Yeah. That's true. So... Unless... Nope. Saving comments. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I read so many things to say. And then, obviously, the most logical one, and kind of the one that was, I guess, true, is that he just got lost. He kind of wandered a little bit too far. He... You know, obviously, we know he made it to a certain part. He made it to the top of um, Tortilla Mountain, which mm-hmm. I just love that name. Um... But they think he just wandered off and was able to find his way back and maybe kind of just, you know, fell through the cracks. No pun That's intended. That's funny. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Jesus. Sorry. She, like, said that and grinned at me. Like, what? You're sick. But anyway. And then kind of to go with that, just that he had an accident. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what it was. He probably just... Because there's no way where... It's so sad because it was literally his first night. Like, he hadn't even completely unpacked. Like, he literally just wandered off just to go probably do something really quick. 
because he hadn't I don't I don't think he had rationed off his food yet mm-hmm. um like it was just so weird that it happened so quickly like yeah they say that they don't even know if he spent the night at his camp yeah around. that's it literally was like the first night yeah so to me it's so sad that so quickly it just ended well yeah I think that's the sad part well you know there's a lot of things that would back up him being lost or whatever because they I read a lot of accounts of people who've been to the mountains and they were like it's the weirdest thing you like turn around and nothing looks the same anymore oh yeah there's something really disorienting and also you can be standing in a place and all of a sudden the ground will just like give out give out from underneath you and now you're sliding down the side of a hill which is probably what happened. And he was, like, a really big guy. He was, like, six... Six, six foot... Six? He was huge. I he don't, was a tall... Yeah, he was I don't a, remember. But, yeah. It's funny, though, because when they kind of do describe it, that they, they say the terrain is just super rough itself. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the two biggest threats are mountain lions. Really? Mountain lions and prospectors who are squatting for gold. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, it's like the Wild Wild West. Just... I sort of get the appeal um, to go there. It's, you know, there's treasure and, like, it's, people say you can't, like, it's, you know, badass. It's kind of, like, rugged and manly to, like, well, climb and it's these mountains. And you're just, being told you can't do it, so then you're like, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, well, it's like, gonna happen. how about don't? How yeah. about don't? How about go to an escape room? You that want some good. danger? Just go to an escape room. Don't go to the fucking Superstition Mountains. Or, I'm pretty sure, I think it's at, like, Knott's. They still have the little panning, like, mining for gold. <laughs> Just go do that. <laughs> it's a lot easier. You're not gonna die. Oh, no. There's, like, a bunch of children and, like, one grown man, yeah, like, man. panning for gold. I'm getting my gold. They're like, sir, sir, you've been here 12 hours. Can you... Please I'm don't push saying, the kids. Please it, don't steal the gold from the children. It's a lot um, less life-threatening. Right, but I guess that kind of takes the air out of the balloon. Uh, still, I'm I'm gonna have to advise that you just don't go to the Superstition Mountains. Don't go. Don't go. I mean, no. You play with fire and get burned. Yeah, it's just it is what it is. I did think this was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, Cooper has been doing this forever, and. He had this little quote saying, I've been on the team since 94, and we've never not found someone we've started a search for. We have a perfect record. Oh. So they're like... This upset them quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, because I read that for like a whole year, they were going out every weekend. Oh, yeah. Every they did single not stop. weekend. And even how they found... Finally, how they found his body was kind of just yeah. by chance. Yeah. And then I think it's really sad because it took two months just to get proper, like, DNA testing to make sure it was him. That must have been awful for his family. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, we found a guy. It's, might be him, might be not. Like, might not be him. And they I had think... to just wait. Because they'd probably gotten their hopes up before. Because at a certain point, you just want to find those remains. You yeah. just want to know. Because I think they didn't actually find the body till November of 2012. And then they didn't get the confirmation till January 2013. Okay, so that's why I saw conflicting reports about the the year. Okay. But still, that's, what, four years from, like... It's, like, three? Three-ish. Don't make me do math. Don't do it. Oh, hold on. But, like, could you imagine not having... Like, you just don't know where your son is. I, like, that's you know what, he's I was dead, talking but, like, about you don't... that just the other week. Like, having someone go missing is so much worse than oh, yeah. having a Because there's no one. clarity. There's no... You you yeah. can mourn, but you can't fully mourn because there's no that definitive, this is what happened, this is where he is. Also, you'll feel super guilty if you stop hoping and yeah. stop. You'll feel like you're giving up on them. Well, and I think it's really sad because his mom didn't really know. She didn't know how invested her son was. I know. His family didn't know how obsessed He kept with it like a total like double life yeah. where he didn't really say anything. Mm-hmm. They like went through his computer after he went missing and found all this stuff about the treasure and they were just like what but could you imagine that being a parent and not knowing really anything about your son and then finding out this is how 
he goes. I can't. No. Like, I can't. it's, it's, I feel like it wouldn't even make sense. You're like, what are you talking about? My yeah. son. My son went treasure hunting yeah. and now he's missing. Well, not only that, what? this was his third time. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's wild. I feel really bad for Jesse and like his whole family, honestly. And at least they got some closure. There's a lot of people out there who have family members that are still missing after like decades. Oh God, if you look at the missing just people's report well just, my favorite show is disappeared that's where i got this case yeah from. <laughs> i had I, okay. in my research i had seen okay. that okay well i'm coming clean now because there was multiple people that they spotlighted right on what on that wasn't it was it just an episode about him or was it about the mountains it was about him disappeared oh okay is about missing people oh okay and every time I watched that show. I've watched every episode now, but when I was watching it, every time an episode would end, I would Google that person to see if they found him, and Jesse Capen is one of the only ones that I Googled and discovered they'd found him. I have a hard time with shows like that because it's really sad. It's terrible, but for some reason I can't look away, so... It's like a train wreck. You have to watch it. I am just obsessed with missing persons cases. Well, I told you about that missing 411 that's about children that get lost in the National Forest. I haven't watched it yet. It's depressing. Goody. So, As I take if, a drink. If you have nothing to do on a Friday night and you want to just, you know. And you want to ruin your own life. Go go watch it. Missing children. It's on Hulu, I believe. Yes, I, I have it on my watch list. I'm going to do it. Because I think aliens. But that's not this episode. We're not doing that right now. We'll save that. We'll save it. Because we're going to do some alien stuff. I am Heather Joy. This I is, don't doubt it. Yeah. It's coming. Brace yourself. This is where she plugs in her um, X-Files group, right? Don't start. (laughs) Don't make fun. Don't make fun of me. Get out. Okay, anyway, um, this is a podcast, and... um, We're professionals, so let's... We know what we're doing. Okay. Do you want to hear about some other people that went missing Mm -hmm. in the the Superstition Mountains? Were you done? Yeah, I was done. Oh, okay, good. I mean... Anyway, back to me. It's really hard to, you know, come up with theories when we actually know what happened. But do we? <laughs> was it the curse? It's not him. He actually faked his death. He put his DNA in somebody oh else's body God. and he's still living somewhere. Yeah, he is. It's like Tupac that's living in like Hawaii or wherever they say I would he's really, at. I, I'm emotionally attached to Jesse Capen. What was that? It's yes. Sad. I'm not okay. Anyway. Let's meet some other characters from the Superstition Mountains. Let's Are do you it. excited? I am. Get psyched. Okay. Dr. Adolf Ruth set out on a journey to the mountains in 1931 to search for the treasure. And when no one heard from him, they went a-looking. Initially, the search party found no trace of him, but later the same year, they found a human skull with two bullet holes from what appeared to be a 44 caliber. It was determined that Ruth had been shot point-blank, and for some reason, his head was completely detached from his body. Mm. So, basically... They literally blew his head off, I guess. Uh, Jesus. He was found with a fully loaded gun nearby, said to be the one that killed him, but inexplicably, there were no bullets missing. <gasps> what? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Is this weird enough for you? A little. Well, it gets, gets weirder. <laughs> um, also found near his body was his checkbook, and inside the words, Veni Vidi Vici were written. Apparently, this is Latin for I came, I saw, I conquered. I just, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, that could have been a rabbit hole that I went down and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> Let me just not sleep Let me just, ever. Because I, I did it a little bit and they were like, well, in the, in the famous Julius Caesar play, I'm like, you know. No, not interesting enough. I, no, thanks. Anyway, in the year 1942, 62-year-old treasure hunter James E. Cravey traveled to the mountains via helicopter and told others his search for the mine was going to be a 10-day expedition, but he definitely knew exactly where the treasure was. Mm -hmm. When the helicopter pilot returned for him when the 10 days was up, James was nowhere to be found. His camp was completely intact with no sign of struggle, but eventually... They found his body somewhere in the wilderness. And then his head six months later. That's 
Disgusting. Yeah. No one knows why the decapitation occurred and his death is still unsolved to this day. Okay. So James Kidd, he's a mysterious... This is my favorite one. I, I love this. James Kidd, he's a mysteriously wealthy man, meaning no one knew where his fortune came from. Spent a lot of his time near the edge of the Superstition Mountains. He was reported to be secretive and standoffish. And I'm guessing people probably thought he was a real fucking weirdo. Um, anyway, he went missing sometime in December 1949. But it's unknown when exactly on account of the, you know, being a loner. Mm-hmm. So by the time they reported him missing, it was like, uh, wait, have anybody seen old Jimmy Boy? The weirdo <laughs> hangs out near the, <laughs> the mountains. <laughs> Pretty sure that's... Exactly. That's exactly. What they said. I read. I, word for I'm word. telling you, I read that. Um, so several years later, it was discovered that he'd left half a million dollar fortune behind. What year was this? This is 1949. Oh, so that's a ton of money. Like even though it'd be a ton oh, of yeah. money now, back then, back it was then, a it's ton of money. Basically, a billion. Yeah. I know math really well. We're so smart. I am an expert, and it's a billion dollars. Um. So, about that money, right? He said in his will that whoever... who <laughs> I'm not making this up, okay? He said that he would leave his fortune to whoever could um, prove the existence of ghosts. Okay. So, yeah. Um... Some say he was murdered for his money. Some say he actually went to live in the Superstition Mountains. Like, he just fucked off and was like, ah, and just like... Peace. He, yeah. I'm gonna go be he a just, squatter in the yeah. mountains now. It's like, no one likes me anyway. I might as well just go... Anyway, Jimmy boy. The old Jimmy boy. Crazy, <laughs> crazy, eccentric, rich man, mountain Jimmy boy. Fucked off to the Superstition Mountains. <laughs> Maybe. Either way, his body's never been found. So we don't know what happened to him. Anyway, that's my favorite. Well, actually, I might have one guy I like better. I have a question. Yeah. Did you find out if they awarded his... I don't. <sighs> because, like, it reminds me of um, Houdini. Mm-hmm. How do I explain this really quickly? Um, Houdini was obsessed with, like, the afterlife and um, proving that there's life after death. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told his wife, like to come every year to like a he would she's supposed to go to a psychic medium every year on the date of his death I think he would try and contact her and she went every year and nothing ever happened mm. and they were both obsessed with trying to prove life after death but you know I I don't care I still think that that it exists and oh yeah maybe they were all hacks she went to hacks they yeah. were all ha- they were fake who knows no fake. I was just curious who was awarded that half a million I don't Think anyone is, is but it probably in got some looted. They looted. Fun. It's gone. Yeah. All right. Um, what is your favorite one? Because I think that's what you were about to. That do. one was really. It's up there, but there's one other guy I like a lot. Anyway, I'll get to that in a second. Apparently, decapitated skulls are super common to stumble upon in the mountains. And it, what are you looking at? Nothing. You're looking at nothing? No, I was trying not to burp on oh, the okay. mic. But thanks for calling Sorry, me out. Sorry, you're just like looking away from me. You're like I'm turning around courteous. looking away from me when I'm talking. As it's I'm like, drinking Jesus. my carbonated seltzer that's making me burp. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm coughing. such professional. I'm sweating. We should get paid top dollar for this beautiful content. Yeah, we we need that loot from Jimmy Boy. (laughs) (laughs) We deserve it. Give it to us. Okay. Apparently decapitated skulls are super common to stumble upon in the mountains, and in 1955, five of them were found with bullets in their skulls. So damn crazy. Yeah. Squatters. Maybe. Two more bodies were found that year, but their skulls were never located. In 1961, authorities began searching for prospector Jay Clapp, who'd spent a decade and a half working through the Superstition Mountains before disappearing altogether. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I need to know why random heads are just rolling about the mountains. His headless body was discovered <laughs> three years later. <laughs> But his skull has never been found. So we've got a bunch of heads and a bunch of headless bodies. I have so they're many having questions. trouble like 
matching heads to bodies, and they're like, "This well, we have a body and we have a head, but they don't go together." And there's, you know, there's five more heads just, over there, and then one more body. What's with the random heads? I don't know, man. Well, maybe they're. We're in gonna the... discuss it at the end. Okay. That's what that's that segment is for. Okay, so here's my other favorite guy. His name is Elisha Revis. That's spelled. R-E-A-V-I-S. Oh, whatever. He's not related to you. I have the fancier spelling. Sorry. Although, maybe he is. Maybe they changed it. Um, I don't know if you want to be related to this guy. Though. Probably not. <laughs> he, <laughs> Let okay, me see. Let's see. <laughs> Let me so see. So, he liked to run around the canyon butt naked. As do most people. <laughs> he liked to run around... I'm not done. He liked to run around the canyon butt, butt naked <laughs> with either guns or knives in his hands. So... Just running around, butt-ass naked. In his birthday suit. It's fine. Yep. So the local natives were particularly unamused, as you can probably imagine. I could see that. But pretty much everybody steered clear of, quote-unquote, the madman of the superstitions. Um, His decomposing and, once again, decapitated body was found in 1896. I mean, if I saw some naked oh, yeah. dude I'd be like, wheeling mm, some guns or knives. I'm going to be as far away from this place as possible. You know, you do you, boo, but I'm going <laughs> to stay far away. Whatever makes you happy, you do it. Do you do you think he's your uncle? Is he your great uncle? <laughs> he might be. Who knows? Anyway. You know, I sometimes have the urge to just walk yeah, around naked there you go. with knives and guns. Confirmed. Now I know where it comes from. Yeah, I found it. I found him. <laughs> okay. Anyway, in 1958, a person or person... Oh, this one bothers me a lot. A person or persons went missing from their campsite and left behind some seriously bizarre clues. Everything seemed normal except for the blood-soaked blankets left behind and the letters. So they found a bunch of letters, but all the names and addresses had been torn from them. Like, why not just fucking take the letters? Like, why do you have to be all cryptic and weird and rip out the names and addresses just to ruin our lives forever? People like us who were, you know... That's very bizarre. ...obsessed with... Why did you have to do that? That's very bizarre. That was inconsiderate, murderer. That's very bizarre. Fuck you in particular. <laughs> That's very bizarre. Um, let's see. In 1910, the remains of an unknown woman were discovered in a cave high up in the mountains. She had a sack of gold with her, but there was no indication at all about who she was or what had killed her. It seemed that she'd found the gold and simply dropped dead where she stood. So. But then again, there was no forensic anthropologist in 1910, so... You, you done? Yeah. Sorry, Selena's on her phone. I told you I would be doing that. It's content for our Instagram. <laughs> I warned her. She's texting. She's like, so bored. Done I soon. am, actually. No. Can't wait. Sorry, I'm trying to be... Trying to get our engagement up. But... That's code for like us on Instagram. We're at Hauntings wink, wink. and Homicide. Thank you. Um, okay, so... Questions? Comments? I just, it's so crazy to me because none of this sounds fun to me. Right. What are you fucking doing in the The, Superstition Mountains? Get the fuck out. None of it. Get out. None of it. And you know what would be the kicker? What? Is is let's say they find this treasure. Uh Uh-huh. And it's like just a gold coin. It's one gold coin? Well. (laughs) And it's all, gotcha, bitch. (laughs) Ha ha. Well, there's all kinds of shit. Um, Some people say the gold has been found. There's, like, lots of stories about people who allegedly have found the gold. Mm -hmm. There's so many. So even if the gold did exist, it's very possible that someone did get it. Yeah. Um, There's a story about some Mexicans that all got murdered by the Apache because... Apparently, these Mexican people had the gold, and the Apache were like, nah, fuck, you're not taking that shit out of the mountains. Mm -hmm. And there's a particular spot near the Superstition Mountains, it's called, like, Massacre Square or something like that. And I'm like, oh, that's uplifting. 
Definitely stay away from that Ooh. area. Yeah. Hey, you wanna you wanna go have a picnic <laughs> in Master Square? I hear it's really beautiful. Yeah, it's the best. Yelp says five stars. <laughs> anyway. You know what I should have done? What? I should have seen like the geotag, see if there was one on like Instagram to see if there was pictures of like people mining for Instagram gold. models. You're gonna find Instagram like the Chernobyl ones. Did you see that? All the Instagram yeah. models in Chernobyl? And I'm like that is so terrifying. Why? Why? Like, why? What are you... Yeah. You're going to see, like, girls in Lululemon crop top sports bras, like, posing in, like, a... The hip ah. out with, like, the peace sign. Yeah, like, like ah. might get murdered, LOL. <laughs> How cute might get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Felt cute going to go mining for gold. <laughs> oh, man. It's true. We're joking, but it's true. I just, um, I think it's so sad, because, one, like, yes, at least he died doing what he loved. This, yes. He's but. A, he's a part of the legend now. He is. Now he adds to it. Mm-hmm. He's. That was the part I was writing and made me cry. I'm like, oh, no. This podcast is supposed to be fun. Well, because now you have to think about it. Now. God, this is going to sound like I'm, like, an old lady, but, like, the next generation is going to go looking for this, and, like, they're, they're going to look at gonna him. They're going to want to find, like, his jar with yeah. his writing on it. So he did become kind of greater than what he was. So there's some... Yeah. He's a legend now. Yeah. I'm never going to forget him. No. And I'm he's... never going to those fucking mountains. Fuck no. Well, pay me. I don't go to mountains anyway. We're not going to any mountains. Sorry. I'm... I'm this is a mountain-free <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's what? not true. I'm going to end up in some mountains. Not those mountains, though. Okay, so... Yes? Are we going to ever, like... Do you think there's anything, like, Sasquatch-ish to this? You want to know if there's a, a Sasquatch on top of all this other shit? Well, no, I'm just curious. Like, I want to know what the the headless bodies are. Like, okay. is someone just going around chopping heads Listen, off? I have some stuff some stuff to tell you. Uh-oh. Okay, so I don't want to offend any native people, but in my research, I discovered something uh, allegedly called the Black Legion. Did you come across this at all? No. Okay, it's really hard to find any information on it, and I tried so hard. I spent hours. I 100% believe that. I asked Kylie if she knew anything about oh, it. Oh, Okay. I went behind Selena's back and asked her best friend. Hi, Kylie. For information. Mama, hi, Kai Kai. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Kylie. Um, and we talked about it. And she said she'd read about it in a in a book at some point. Oh. About native culture. Okay. So I know that there's some legitimacy to it. But apparently there's this sect in the Apache tribe called the Black Legion. And it's their specific duty to guard the Superstition Mountains. Oh, got it. And they don't want anybody taking that treasure. It's their little... Yeah. And their particular sigil is a black handprint. And um, there's like black handprints on rocks and stuff in the Superstition Mountains. It's believed to be a message like, get out. Like, don't come here we don't want you here, which yeah. is totally valid. This was their land. Yeah. Please stop it. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched little snippets of some History Channel thing, because in, in my research on the Black Legion, it came up. There's mm-hmm. some History Channel show, or it was a docu-series or something, where they went to the Superstition Mountains, and I was like, I just had to face palm so hard, because these guys were... Searching for the treasure, you know, as I'm sure it's probably been on several shows. Oh, yeah. And they were like, they talked a little bit about the Black Legion. They're like, yeah, and they say that the Black Legion, like, guards the gold and, like, don't want anybody coming here. And they, like, found a rock formation of a medicine wheel. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. talking about? It's a native symbol. means, like, the wheel of life or whatever. And they saw that and they're like... It's a little creepy, but, like, I'm not scared. I'm like, oh, you guys are stupid. And then they actually saw black handprints on stones, and then it shows them, like, doing their, like, interview. You know, they flash back from the 
trek up the mountain to like them is this doing real a narration. footage or yeah. oh and they were like yeah we saw some black handprints but like that's not gonna keep us out and i'm like oh my god so there's actually you can actually like this is Google, why, like footage of it this is why everyone's dying in these mountains this is why all these white people are coming to these mountains you gotta respect and they see these and black just- handprints and they're like i'm not scared and i'm like oh well you're dead so there's that you got no head now. You're going to die. So some say that these Black Legion, they're like a specific, like that's their title. It's like culturally like passed down mm-hmm. from generation to generation. And some say they're like specific warriors. Some say yeah. they're like medicine men. Some people say they have magic powers. Yeah. I read all kinds of stuff. Some people say they don't exist. That's crazy. It's a myth. Some people say I've seen them. Mm-hmm. They're real. They wear all black. Mm-hmm. Um. It's their sole duty to protect. I love it. Yeah. I want to believe so bad that they exist. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. I think if there is a curse, it wasn't done by some old German man. I highly doubt it. Which they refer to as the Dutchman for some reason. Yes. Um, I, I, I don't know. But I think the Apache probably have cursed those mountains. To keep people out because yeah. it's their land. Don't touch. This was not around yours. the time that we were colonizing that shit. There's your curse, mm-hmm. and I think it's legitimate. I like that. So I think pretty soundproof. I think this cool. case is semi haunted. I think these people did die of technically natural causes, but I think it's on stolen land, and. Uh, so why on the third time and not the first two? I don't think he actually... I think he went to the, like, campground. Maybe, like, ground. surveyed it, surveyed but didn't it. actually... He didn't actually climb the mountains. That's a lot of deaths up there in those that mountains. That is. That's a lot. There's curses in them, them there, hills. Oh, for sure. Um, Once again, though... Stay out. If anything is labeled as superstitious or... You think it, people are attracted to it. But Why? <laughs> Because they want to be special, and they think, I'm going to be the one. It's going to be me. I'm special. Very much. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'll stay in my bed with my dog. You guys go look for that and have fun. I'm going to watch it on TV. Yeah. And if you want to see black handprints on rocks and go, I don't care. I'm I'm sorry, but I don't feel real bad for you. I'd be, I would be running out of there. I'd be super scared. I'm gone. Loud and clear. I'm out. Not my space. But whatever. But what do you get? What are you gonna do? Go be naked with your guns and knives and pull your guns out. Um, Some fun stuff. I just love that guy. I'm sorry. I think he's awesome. No, it's like we we've said a couple times. It's it's kind of bittersweet because yeah, it did have a very unfortunate ending, but. The only little happiness is that he now is a part of that legend, and he died what he loved doing. That's right. So there is a... S- it, there's a silver lining. Yeah. It might be a little small. It's small, but it's it's better than a lot of people get. Yeah. Um, also, mountain people just fucking kill, kill people. They just do. I... They don't want anyone on their land, and they will kill you. I remember, I think I was in my psych class in high school... We were watching something about, um, oh, God, what are the mountains, like, on the East Coast? Not, like, the East Coast. The Appalachian Mountains. That is... Is it the East Coast? No, but, I mean, it's, like, generally that way. Let's not try and guess where everything is. (laughs) If it's not in California, everything else is just... (laughs) It's the East Coast. There's California, and then the East Coast. It's, like, this really small little... (laughs) But I remember thinking, oh, my gosh. It's crazy. Uh Uh-huh. Mountain people. Yeah, that's some definitely, like, hills have eyes shit. I remember... Just stay far away. It was, like, how many months ago now? Probably, like, four months ago. Mm-hmm. I accident. There was a rainstorm. I was trying to drive to Lake Forest. I ended up in Black Star Canyon because I got lost because I didn't have any phone service. And Oh, my God, I think I remember you telling me yes. about this. And I ended up driving through this weird little mountain town even though there's no mountain there yeah you got scared i remember that it's a canyon town and i didn't have any cell service i was out of gas 
There's no gas stations in there. There was nothing. I was panicking. I was like, okay, so I'm out of gas. I drove all the way into the canyon because I thought I could get out. This is how every scary movie. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. My other podcast is a horror movie podcast. I'm about to be on it. I'm (laughs) fucked. It's about me. So I'm like, okay, so I don't have any gas. There's nothing. I don't have, I can't call anyone. There's nothing I can do. There's no, my only, my best bet is to find someone and ask them for help. And hope they I, kill you. First of all, I didn't see anybody um, for a while. I'm wa- I'm walking in the rain, um, and I see someone, and he, I'm like, "Hey, I," and like he just like immediately ran into his house and slammed the door, and I'm like, "Oh, cool." So then I was like, "Okay, well that guy was just like not friendly." <laughs> so I saw like one other person, and they did the same exact thing, and I'm like, "I'm gonna die." <laughs> The only thing I can do is just get in my car and just sit in there. And I I didn't know. Eventually I got out and whatever, and it's like a long story. But I remember going to work the next day and I I told my coworkers what had happened. And they were like, oh my God. Like, I remember going in there and someone chased me out with a shotgun. And I'm like, what? And she was like, yeah, they don't like people at all. And they will kill you. And I'm like... Oh my god. And like, yeah, I talked to other coworkers and they're like, oh yeah, I remember one time I went there in high school and some guy threatened me that he would kill me. And oh, like, and I'm no. like, oh my god, there's places in Orange County where there's weird canyon people that will murder that you. That is so weird and scary. And like, they moved there on purpose to get away from people. And if you seem like you're an outsider, intruding they're just on you. their solitude, they'll murk your ass. I mean,. You know, I, I just, I just needed, I just, I wasn't, I'm not trying to socialize. I'm very curious how this ended, so we'll have to discuss this after the Okay, podcast. I'll tell you. I think I would have just ended up in, like, the feeble position, just, like, crying. I did cry a little bit. I did <laughs> cry. <laughs> I remember crying, and I'm like, I'm going to cry a lot right now and get it out of my system so that I can be clear-headed mm-hmm. and make good decisions. And I did. Yeah, that's like a scary movie. I didn't happen. Well... Congrats. Thanks. I almost died. And now you're here talking about other people who died. <laughs> Gold mining. Like, stand the fucking mountains when I almost, like, died. Anyway, that's Let's my story. Let's move on to some positive. Do you want to talk about what you're obsessed with this week? You can go first. Why? You didn't think of yours? I thought of a few. Okay. So, my thing I'm obsessed with this week is this book I'm reading. And it's called... The Lady from the Black Lagoon. Oh. Have you heard about the creator? Yeah. Oh, interesting. It's by Mallory O'Meara. Because she passed. It's about Millicent Patrick. Do you know? No, not not really. Super familiar. Okay, so I feel like this ties into my other podcast because we just covered Creature from the Black Mm. Lagoon. Plug it, plug it. Okay, it's called Cinematicon Ex Mortis. The Lady from the Black Lagoon is about Millicent Patrick, and she was she was the woman who created the creature, the Black Lagoon. She was the artist, mm-hmm. and she got fired from that job because she was getting too much publicity and credit, and her chauvinistic boss... Because men are trash. Because he's a dick. Sorry. Fired her and was like... No, 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 no. And so she has kind of been swept under the rug by history and hasn't gotten any of the, the recognition. Credit that, yeah. And this book is so good. And there's so much more in it than just about her. Because she lived this really fascinating life. Like she... Her dad was the architect at, at the Hearst Castle. And they oh. lived on the property. And the architect for that... Like the woman that he worked for... Was the one I who love that place. created? It's so beautiful. Like she was the architect, and he was like the manager of the mm-hmm. whatever. And so there's another badass woman involved in this story because she doesn't really get any credit either. And so it's just great. It's just a wonderful book, and it's super well written, and I love it. I just I cannot wait to to get back to reading it. Oh, I'm so excited. You'll have to keep me updated. I will. It's fantastic. You should start a book club. Ooh. What time? Where? <laughs> what? For I you don't that even... don't know Heather, she literally does not sleep because she has about 50 million things she yeah, does. Yeah, there's a lot. And I feel like she doesn't think that that's enough, so she's like, let me add 50 million more yeah, things. I feel like I'm not doing enough. I think I need seven more projects. 
where like I feel overwhelmed with just this sometimes. <laughs> oh, so please. I'm like, I can't. Just give up sleeping. We're you have so much time. Trust me, it's we're great. Very it's different. the best. Anyway. Well, my obsession is going to make me sound like such the California girl that I am. I'm stoked. But Get it you. is officially summer. Uh-huh. Summer started, what was it? <laughs> Saturday? Saturday? I thought it was summer like. No, what was ago. summer solstice? was just Friday. Friday, I think. Um, I'm just happy to have pool weather. And I spent my Sunday in my pool with Modelo listening to music and Who's it was Modelo. Sorry, it's stupid. So yeah, that's my obsession. Cause like I said, I get overwhelmed very easily. So it was so nice just to be like in a pool, just lounging around listening to some rap and drinking a Modelo. Okay. I can't wait to do that for the rest of summer. So that is my current obsession. I'm excited about swimming, too. I haven't done it yet, but I'm gonna. Even though your pool's literally right outside, and it looks very inviting right now. Well. And also... It's not heated. Oh, mine isn't either. But can I just say we made it through a podcast without a duck? We did! It's our first (laughs) duck-free podcast. I'm so excited. It's very nice. It's a, it's actually a nice little no, more victory. Ducks. Oh my god. Oh my god. So you know, week by week we're getting way more professional and way more on top of things. <laughs> I think we did so well this All week. All the signs I put up that say no ducks. No ducks. Absolutely no ducks. No ducks allowed. They listened. They did. You can speak duck. Don't. Don't. <laughs> Don't. Anyway, I think we finally reached our ending. Mm-hmm. So that is it for us this week. We'll see you next Thursday. But if you miss us in the meantime, remember, we're always with you in spirit. And we love you to death.